We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by SoRare. I'm Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Join on this Friday, October 1st. Oh, it's October. By Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belanti to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. We are out of the uh, out of the Champions League for a little bit. Ryan had some success this week, so he might be extra chippy, to, extra chipper today. Um, this slate sure doesn't feel like a Champions League slate, though. Jordan, it feels like it's a little bit like one you like. Or do you even like these anymore? Actually, now that I've said that, no. Why wouldn't I? I like any any at, at the past year with those split slates, three games. I'm fine with the four games at the same time. I don't care who's playing. I'm 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 fine with it. How do you feel? I was gonna. I was thinking of you earlier this week because, as uh, a lot of people who watch this podcast or listen to this podcast or watch these videos know, that you started playing DraftKings because of uh, Major League Soccer, and MLS was like notorious for their like you know six hour staggered starts. Now, this past Saturday, there were six classic MLS slates, no more than three games each. So there was like a classic slate at set a two game at seven, a three game at seven 30, a two game at eight, a two game at eight 30. And I think there was like a showdown at nine and nine 30. Is, is that better? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I haven't <laughs> played MLS DFS in probably three or four years. Uh, no, it's not better because essentially you're still doing the same exact thing depending on what slate that you're playing and the prize pools aren't that big anyway and now they're split cash you're probably playing against other sharp players so so now that's not enticing me back <laughs> i was talking to luis about it i have previously uh referred to him as or not me i didn't come up with that i forget who did come up with it but they called him the cal ripkin of daily fantasy soccer because he'll play every slate. And he was like, I actually would just rather the staggered starts because I, I have to be here every 30 minutes now anyway. So at least give me like one where I can get a bigger prize pool and just play that. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about major league soccer, premier league slate, four games, a little smaller than we've been, we've been getting. Do we think it's just a jam Chelsea slate? No, definitely not. I mean, that, th- 
all these we have we have all home favorites. So the biggest favorite is uh, Chelsea minus two forty eight, which is way down from the open. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus two forty eight at home to Southampton, two and a half total. Then we have uh, Wolves pl- minus one forty seven at home to Newcastle, two and a half total. Leeds minus one twenty one at home to Watford, two and three quarter total. And then Burnley minus one oh seven home favorite uh, to Norwich City. One and a half total. Uh, with the, the prices of the Chelsea guys, I, I, I think we're basically the ownership is most likely going to be it's going to be Lukaku, it's going to be the fullbacks, the wingbacks, whoever starts there, and that that's about it. But are are you playing Lukaku in cash? No. I think the biggest que- the biggest question that I have on this slate. Uh, and I think Ryan could chime in on this, even even because it, it, it's a tournament question as well. With the fact that Leeds typically does not have a, a majority set piece taker, we've seen you know Stuart Dallas taking set pieces. We've seen you know Calvin Phillips is there. Uh, do you think that Rafinha is worth ten seven? anymore now i'm not arguing necessarily from a floor perspective i think he does have a high floor but his his goal scoring odds i mean you take a look at the soccer the the cheat sheet the roto wire soccer cheat sheet which you can get if you're a roto wire subscriber so sign up rotowire.com slash soccer trial like rafinha's odds to score are plus 260 other than the fact that Watford is the underdog in this matchup, what's the what's the huge difference between Rafinha and Ismalasar now? Like if you're if you're willing to play Rafinha at 10-7, why wouldn't you play Sar at 9-3? Yeah. Um good question. I was thinking about that too. When I was going through the odds, actually the one of the first things I noticed were those Rafinha odds. They, it feels like they should be a little bit better. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know how they necessarily come up with those, but I don't know. He's been scoring goals and this matchup against Watford Leeds should be on top for most of the match. As far as like him versus Saar, I don't know. I think I just tr- try to find the 1400 just based on the matchup. And I mean, he has, you know, half the set pieces too, and probably the direct free kicks for shooting opportunities. So I think there's enough there where I'm going to still go with Rafinha. I mean, he's been he's been great this season. His floor is not like all tied to uh, set pieces either. Um, I don't love that he went 69 minutes last week. I haven't really seen what that's about. I mean, he went 67 the week before that because he picked up that slight injury, I think. But it, it's always been 90. Um, I don't know what the sub was about, but... Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna but, but find. You kind of, do you see my concern at least? Yes, I, I you're absolutely. You're paying a premium price for someone that that has a high floor, but I mean, if you compare the goal scoring odds to Lukaku, I mean, obviously Lukaku could only really get there with a goal or two. Right. No, it's just that like if Rafinha plays seventy minutes and takes three corners, like what what. Tell me what the difference between him and Saar or him and right. hell, even D- uh, Dwight McNeil at 8,300. 
Burnley are favored in this match. Like, is there that dramatic of a difference where it should be one, two, three thousand in South? No, no. I, you know, I absolutely can see your concern. I go the other way. I can go the other way on Rafinha too. Like the fact that he's the most expensive, you can get these other options like you've talked about that are similar and cheaper. Um, and if Rafinha is like any risk of getting subbed, yeah, I don't think you need to pay 10-7 for him. I understand it. Um, the, the matchup pushes it over the edge for me, like if I had to make a choice. But there are options if you don't want to play him. And you can definitely use the salary you save. So I think I think being concerned is, yeah, valid. I think Jordan. comparing Rafinha to Lukaku, I would side with Rafinha, right? I mean, yeah, if, I, if that if that was the only slot for your lineup where it's like, I'm building a cash lineup, do I play Lukaku or Rafinha? I play Rafinha. My question is, do you play an expensive forward to begin with? I mean, we have Adama Traore if he starts, 9,900. Like what, I'm, I'm looking at guys like Traore, Rafinha, Saar, like as the s- similar archetype of player. Wolves are favored. Traore has as high of a floor as Rafinha does without any set pieces. So I think at least coming into this, like in the past, we'd go, oh, just plug in Rafinha and then build your lineup. Like, I think he's at a price in the context of this slate that that he may still end up being in my cash lineup, but it's it's something that I'm not just plugging and playing anymore. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I don't, I don't, you're right. He's he's not a lock like anymore in terms of the context of this slate with the price and, and the other options. I, I agree. Jordan telling me to not play the set piece taker for somebody who doesn't has and have any set pieces or possibly Lukaku. And I know you said you would take Rafinha over Lukaku straight up in cash. It's a wild world. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but, it, but it's weird for me to say, but I think my favorite pay up quote unquote option at forward on the slate is Dwight McNeil. At 8,300, it seems weird for me to say that, but in the like, it's not going to be very often where Burnley are favored in many matches, and Norwich yeah. are the worst team in the league. If you're going to play Dwight McNeil any slate, it's at home against Norwich. So, like, why not take advantage of it now as opposed to when he's 7,000 to 7,500 as a plus 400 underdog? Uh, like, I, I feel so much more comfortable. I feel more comfortable in that range. The problem at forward is not that we can't find forwards to play, is that I don't even think the dinky do is an option in cash because I just don't think there are high-priced midfielders to play anyway. I think I'm more likely, that's why it may be that I have Rafinha in my lineup because I'd rather allocate the salary to the forward slot and the defender slot and not the midfield slot. I think there are cheap midfielders that are worth playing. And there are some midfielders that are almost overpriced that it's like, yeah, you can play them, but I'd rather devote them to the forward slot. But like in cash, um, I mean, I think, I think that, that what you're going to see in cash, assuming, assuming the projected 11s that we have are out. I think we're going to see a lot of Rafinha, McNeil, Rajishka, some type of combination of that, whether you pay up for Rafinha or whether, you know, you go up and down, you go Rafinha, Rajishka, or you go Rafinha, uh, McNeil, or McNeil, Rajishka, depending on your construction. But to me, those to me those are the clear 
Like that's the clear cash construction. Do you think SAR is like a lot behind them ownership wise? I think so. I mean, they're an underdog. Yeah. I mean, it's at Leeds. I don't think they're, I don't know if that necessarily pushes enough people off. Right. I think there are at forward. There, there are several guys that I love for GPPs. We'll get, we'll get in, we'll get into that in a little bit, but at the midfield spot, like, are you thrilled about paying? I mean, I don't even, even if Mount's in, I'm not, do I want to pay 8,500 for him? I mean, even if he isn't for Chelsea, with their, though, you don't, you can't guarantee any set pieces. You can't even guarantee he's going to go 90. Uh, I mean, you're not going to play Ward Prowse as the biggest underdog on the slate. Jack Harrison is laughably overpriced. Even if he even starts, uh, like, it's weird to say, but the high, the the most the the, the highest priced midfielder that I'm willing to play, and even then, I'm like iffy. Is Matinho at 6,400? Yeah, the so a couple of things there. The right above Matinho, like uh, Mateus Click at 6,800, is like beyond laughable. But when I saw the slate, and I was like, okay, Ward Prowse against Chelsea, not a great matchup. Trying to think, like I hadn't seen the salary yet, so I was like, what would I pay to? play him and like he's had some good games against good teams like I don't think he's like a stay away just because of matchup but then I saw that price and I was like okay that you just made the decision for me like that's there's no way you pay that I thought even 6700 might be too much 87 is just absurd what I had about, Westwood at 5800 I was gonna say you're gonna play Matinho and Westwood why not seems like that type of slate they're both favored why not man that's that, I mean, I want to hear your opinion on it too, Andrew, but that it actually seems okay. I didn't think of it until now. Like it's not many times. And I, I agree with what you guys said about forward that Dwight McNeil's the best forward on the slate uh, for cash games. I, I agree there. The price is good. The matchup's great. Um, and Westwood's been great this year. I don't want to pay up for any of those other guys. Uh, can't believe Ward Prowse is that high. I think you could make a case for Stuart Dallas if he's splitting sets with uh, Rafinha, and he even has some open play value too. For sure. Um, but yeah, Westwood's game log looks pretty good for, from a cash perspective. Yeah. Like writing my article, I was just like, because I filled in for you, Ryan, this week. I and I was like, I have, I have to be missing something if I'm writing about John Matinho and Ashley Westwood. And I was like, I don't oh, see you it got though. The so third I'm... guy out of that trio, the third guy is Tom Cleverly. If yeah, I, I'm just hoping he doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking that West, the, the with how bad midfield is, and the fact that Westwood is not overpriced and he's actually been pretty good, I think that may actually reduce McNeil's ownership a little bit, and just pushes more to Rafinha. Like I think people who are going to play. McNeil and Rashishka or McNeil like Sar or whatever it is like you can like I feel like West not that Westwood's like a hedge against McNeil but like if you go in and you're like I want multiple Burnley pieces like you're usually not feeling great about your lineup when one of them could just turn into Rafinha so that's why I think Rafinha will be a little more popular than maybe he should be like at that price and the fact that he's like sharing sets but I I am really hoping that Ryan's boy Billy Gilmore starts so that I don't have to play Westwood and Matinho. That's all. 
Are you that excited of playing Billy Gilmore though? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Would do we think Gilmore would have sets if he played? I mean, they've got a bunch of guys. Like Norman took some last week. There's no guarantee Rashishka starts even. I mean, I assume he does, but like that Norwich lineup is weird and mm -hmm. they nobody's playing 90, but maybe that's why I should just play Matinho. Ugh. A guy I'm interested in cash games that doesn't have set pieces, uh, if he starts, is Daniel James at 4,900. I think for his price, for that game environment, is very good. Just understand he's likely not going to go 90 if he does play. But I think he does have enough open play value at sub 5K that I consider him an option. But, I mean, I'd still probably play cleverly over him. Yeah, James, man, coming off at halftime last week. With Harrison back, that seems pretty risky, Jordan. I know you've been taking more risks in cash lately for a little bit of upside. Um, James had four accurate passes last week. Not, not that that matters. <laughs> How many inaccurate passes? Though? <laughs> yeah, okay. He's he's done nothing since since coming to Leeds. It's kind of weird. You thought it would be a great spot for him the way Leeds play. Uh, I like taking some shots there for tournaments. Cash, I don't know. It seems like, uh, yeah. Uh, Brian, Rafinha is plus 260 anytime goal scoring odds. Daniel James, plus 220. That can't be accurate, right? <laughs> I mean, it can't be. Well, that's what it says here on the cheat sheet. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. So I, just one other thing I wanted to ask you guys. Why do you think Ward-Prowse is 8,700? Because, <laughs> but, but seriously, because, you know, DraftKings, I feel like they get spots right more often than not. When you see weird prices, it it just it it usually ends up that they were right about it. I don't know how they came up with this though. I mean, I know Chelsea have given up more fantasy points than we thought they would in certain spots, but yeah, that's just crazy. A lot of times, just just uh, since I know a little bit that goes behind the curtain, a lot of times uh, previous ownership reflects in the price hmm. so it's like if like we see an nfl if a guy at a certain price in week whatever gets a ton of ownership like the price bump the next week will be higher even though like this situation is obviously different like the, the guy that he replaced is back and it's a matchup and they're a 10 point underdog and it still doesn't matter so it's it's kind of weird to say when it comes to DraftKings. uh when it comes to their soccer soccer prices, I assume incompetence before any type of real reason. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Let, yeah. Let's just put it that way. So we've seen in the past that you know that the soccer operations people uh, may not know enough about the sport that you know we get uh, you know Danny Alves at minimum price when he comes back, and like no one seemed to realize why. They like okay, so like I think it's more it's more that oh the algorithm knows. It's like no, I think just someone screwed up. Okay, makes sense. At the fender, uh, you're is it is it? Do we just plug in one of the Chelsea fullbacks, probably Alonzo and Matt Ritchie, and just call it a day? I think so. I think it might be Chilwell or who? I mean, it doesn't matter who it, it is. It doesn't matter whoever whoever that is, right? I mean, like I don't even care at that point. Yep, I think that's what you do. I think in the cheap range. Just to go through, I think you can play the Wat the Watford fullbacks, Rose and Feminia. I think they're fine. Yep. 
I wouldn't mind, depending on how they line up. This is a weird, just going to throw out the name, uh, Giannoulis for Norwich. 3,700. If he's playing as a wing back, mm-hmm. they play with a three back line. I'm not sure they will. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. They did last last time out, yeah. Okay, so I, but I said everyone in the middle seems like, why? Why, like, unless you're going to, Unless you're going to play Richie with set pieces against Wolves or Chelsea with a split set piece share from one of their fullbacks, why bother playing paying five thousand for Charlie Taylor? Like why are we play why are we paying from forty three hundred for Max Ahrens or something? Like just go down in the three K range, somewhere somewhere around there, if you needed a cheap guy for whatever reason. I think you could even make the argument you literally go to the bottom. Not even like the three K range, like Fabian Shar, if he's gonna be in. Yeah. Truce to I, Kong. <laughs> I I mean I don't think there's that much of a difference between those guys and the ones that are eight hundred to a thousand more. Most of the guys. But that's why I don't, but I don't think you're playing any. Like I yeah. think it's like you said, Richie and no, one I, of the Chelsea guys. I think you're right though. If you look under, you know, about four thousand or whatever, there's really not much difference than just going to twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Except it gives you more money to play Rafinha. Chelsea guys are interesting. Yeah, it seems like Chilwell's going to start. Uh, um, but again, who knows? I, I don't what know. Do you, what do you think of like Leto if, if he plays as a, as a wingback? Yeah. Um, it's all right. Um a lot of times when he plays as a wingback, he doesn't finish there because of Hudson-Odoi or whoever else. But well, what do you think of Hudson-Odoi? I mean, he's midfield forward eligible. Yeah, we didn't mention 7,300 in that slot if he plays. I mean, they're I, not, it's going it, to It's going to be either Alonzo, Chilwell, or Hudson-Odoi, right? Like, these are all left-sided players. So, like, we're not going to – we're only going to see one of those three, I'm assuming. No, no. Hudson-Odoi is usually on the right. Yeah. He's usually on the right. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so if we see him, that means Aspilicueta is playing as a as a center back. Yeah. Yes. And um, if we see Chilo- if we don't see Atsunadoy and you see Chaloba in, that means Aspilicueta will be playing as a wing back. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Hudson Adoy. Yeah. Uh, I think he's okay for cash too. Um, if he starts, like we briefly mentioned, Mount. I'm not sure Mount would have any sets again. It's tough to predict with Chelsea, but Hudson Adoy has been taking the right-sided ones when he's played. Uh, he's only played one game in the Premier League, but when he did start against Villa, he started uh, on the right wing where Reese James normally plays, and right. then they made a sub in the second half and moved. Uh, I forget who, maybe Aspiliqueta there, and moved. Hudson Adoy to forward. So I mean he 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 got added upside in, in the second half. Um yeah, I like Hudson Adoy. Would you I guess the problem is we assume he's gonna have some set pieces, but if he had none, like do you think he's still reasonable? Mm, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't love it as much. But yeah, yeah I wouldn't love I wouldn't love it as much. No. All right. So yeah, I mean you're right. I mean it, it's it's risky. That's like a big price tag, seventy three hundred for a wing back. You can still kind of think of him as like another defender if he didn't if he didn't have set pieces. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's like a smash spot for Chelsea as as Jordan mentioned. The uh, the odds have been coming down a little. Chelsea haven't been scoring many goals. Right, they just keep him out. Yeah, 
All right. Uh, before we jump into GPPs, do you love sports collectibles or fantasy sports? Because SoRare is blending them together to create an entirely new gaming experience. SoRare cards are officially licensed NFTs from over 180 clubs, including Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain, and Liverpool, and built on Ethereum. You truly own your collectibles, and you can use them to win rewards, such as new cards or ETH. Join SoRare and connect with your favorite teams, live the game with passion, and earn weekly prizes. That's SoRare.com, S-O-R-A-R-E.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jordan, you said you loved some of these forwards for GPPs. There's one team that I love more than anyone else, and it's going to be the weirdest thing. We kind of mentioned it before. The team Burnley? that I love the most on this slate for GPPs is Burnley. Is that is that weird or Ooh. or or does it make sense? To me, it makes sense mathematically. Okay, so I'm going to go through. Uh, if we look at our Scockers cheat sheet, okay, so we see the implied goals scored, right? So Chelsea two point oh two, Wolves one point eight, Leeds one point eight four, Burnley one point six five. Then we get the underdogs, which are you know one point one five and below. Yep. Okay. So, yes, Burnley is the lowest of those four, but not, like, dramatically lower than Leeds or Wolves. And if we take a look at the prices of Chelsea, you got Lukaku, you got Havertz, you got Werner, right? They're expensive. Take a look at Wolves. Raul Jimenez, 9K. I mean, we're talking about expensive. Leeds, Rafinha, right? Harrison, if he's... I mean, they're expensive also. Burnley, uh, Lukaku's minus 140 to score, 10-5. Raul Jimenez, 9,000 to score. 9,000 minus 120 to score. Chris Wood, plus 105, $6,300. If Ashley Barnes starts instead of Vidra, he's 4,500 with plus 140 goal scoring odds. So I take a look at this and it's like, if, if, if I don't, if I think that the winning teams on the slate put up two goals, right? If all, if all the winning, if all the favorites just win two nothing, wouldn't it be from a price perspective? I'd rather have the burn. I'd rather have the Burnley goals than any of the other goals. And if you take a look at the rest of their lineup, I mean, it's cheap. If you want to, you could play McNeil. You could play Wood. You could play Westwood. You could play uh, JBG at forty three hundred. The fullbacks, I mean, are, are a little bit overpriced, but they're they're in range. And you play the goal. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot more combinations of salary that I could put together with Burnley than I can with any other team. And Burnley's not the type of team that goes out and scores four goals. 
But against Norwich, maybe they do. I mean, maybe, I mean, and the the substitution pattern for Burnley is, I mean, we, you could, you could you know, time your clock by it. I mean, the guys that go 90, go 90. The guys that go 70, go 70. I mean, like, like it's this, it's the static type of thing. It just comes down to, is it going to be Barnes or Vidra uh, up top with Wood? And Vidra's 6,900, so he's not all that appealing, but he's still playable. So if you don't want to play the defenders or the goalkeeper, I still have no problem with the Norwich side either. I mean, Rajiska's cheap. Puki is still cheap enough. Uh, I mean, if we take a look at their goal scoring odds, Puki is plus 175. We have, uh, let's see, anyone else here? I think the, the biggest thing, though, about the Burnley guys is you don't need them to score four on this slate, most likely. Right. Well, if they do, you win. I mean, that, sure. that's, that's fine. But Sar- Sargent is 5,500 plus 340 school scoring odds. I just think that the totals of these games are not that far apart, but the yeah. Burnley-Norwich game is just significantly cheaper. All these other games have expensive players in them. And this game, uh, McNeil is 8,300. That's the most expensive player in this entire game. And if, if it goes as expected and the same amount of goals get scored, I just I just think you just get so much more value from playing the Burnley guys. Ryan, am I am I speaking crazy? No, you know. But it's not appealing, Burnley. Ryan. You have to agree that you like to play four guys from Burnley in your lineup, even on a four-game slate in GPPs, like doesn't – it feels like, like, wow, I'm going to get like their one goal and a bunch of peripherals and – can I win a GPP this way rather than play like Raul Jimenez or Havertz or Werner or one of those guys and go, well, those are guys that could score like two, three goals in one game. Mm-hmm. Chris Wood. I don't know. Yeah. Um, first of all, yeah. Burnley, they, they, they seem like, yeah, they seem like such good GPP players. I was worried that they would even be chalky. Um, I thought, before I opened the slate, I thought Chris Wood would be 7,500. Um, even McNeil seems too cheap. Ashley Barnes, yeah, four or five for those goal scoring odds. I mean, the, this is as good of a matchup as they'll get all season. Uh, I mean, I, I, I love the the Burnley guys for GPPs. I, I don't see how they won't be at least somewhat popular. I'm not sure that matters, though. Like you said, people will go to Chelsea and some of the more expensive forwards. So, yeah, I love Burnley. Like, this is the first time I think that I could ever remember that Chris Wood and some of these other guys are going to be, like, part of my core as opposed to just some one-off leverage plays here and there. Uh, prices are way too cheap. Uh, I think you said it best. I think the other forward in th- that's too cheap for his goal-scoring odds in comparison is if he starts Daniel Podence. 5,400 plus 160 goal scoring odds. I think, I think Wolves, if you're, if you're not going to play Chelsea to play, you know, to play something like uh he Chan, Podence, Jimenez, some type of combination of that. Maybe you throw in Moutinho, maybe one of the fullbacks, like some combination of that three players combination of that. I think that that's doable. I think the game as a whole, that's the most, like, the game that I like as a whole to go over is the Leeds Watford game. The problem is, is that like the pieces like to place Rafinha and Sar together 
and try to get in any of the other pieces. I think Josh King is the main piece in that game that you'd have at 4,800 to make the salary fit. But it's like, if you, if you, if you like the Leeds Watford game, like you're going to be, you're going to be spending a lot and you have, you better make sure that that's a three to two game (laughs) or you're probably not going to get there. But I think from, from a, from a pace and style of play perspective, that that's most likely to be the most open game for sure out of the bunch. There's a going back to the Wolves guys for a second. There's like a non-zero chance that Potence has some set pieces too. Yeah, I think yeah, Potence would be a great play at 5400. Yeah, he has goal upside, maybe even some set pieces, like you said. Um, I think I would even prefer like Raúl Jiménez to Lukaku, based on price, probably similar popularity. Uh, Jiménez has been in good form since coming back, especially that last game. He looked great. Yeah. Um, Ryan, uh, I have a question for you about Chelsea. Yeah. In a lineup that you don't play Lukaku, are you more likely to play Werner or Havertz or Mount or whoever instead in that type of lineup, or are you more likely to fade Chelsea completely? Yeah, that's a a really interesting question. Obviously, I think you could do either. Um, what I'm more likely to do, probably just, I would probably just fade Chelsea because I like some of these other guys. Like in in that Chelsea price range, and you spoke about the Leeds Watford game. I think Rodrigo is a pretty good GPP play. Very encouraging to see him go 90 minutes, two in a row, taking shots, and he's just. He's just a good player, scores goals in different ways. And I mean, no goals on the season. You, you've got to think it's coming. That that price seems pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't mind, though, if you're going to fade Lukaku going to those Chelsea guys. I don't, I don't know, man. Chelsea's just tough. Chelsea's just tough these days. They make subs. They don't, those forwards don't really get many floor points. They need goals. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit off of Chelsea for this slate. Because like you think they'll be popular? Because you think they're going to underperform, though? Or just do you think they'll be too popular to, to play them? Like a combination of both, I think. Okay. I mean, yeah, they obviously they could put up a few goals here. South, Southampton's not great. And the prices for Timo and Havertz are okay. Lukaku, of course, could score a hat trick. But, yeah, I don't know. Like the last few Chelsea games I've watched, they just they weren't even creating that many chances. Um so yeah, I think they'll they'll still be popular. Chelsea's like the only you know quote unquote elite team. Well, they are the only elite team on on this slate. Um, I like Timo Werner the most, but I think I would go elsewhere. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, my concern is the I I believe I think Lukaku and the fullbacks are going to be some of the highest owned players on the slate. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Right. Okay, but I think it's more likely that Havertz and Werner, and we're using them as because they're in the projected 11, are more likely to be in those lineups than be by themselves. So, for instance, if you wanted to get leverage over the Lukaku-Chilwell lineups, playing only Havertz or only Werner and hoping that Lukaku doesn't score, Chelsea doesn't keep a clean sheet, Chilwell's sitting there with like eight points or something like they, that you don't need, and it's a one nothing. It's a one-one game, and Havertz and Werner have the have the goal. 
yeah. right? Have, you know, 15 points is sitting there and it busts all the other lineups. Because yeah. it's more likely that I don't think Havertz and Werner will be that owned. Maybe 15% each. Like Lukaku will be 40 plus. Chilwell or Alonzo will be 40 plus. Havertz and Werner will be 15 each. And I think they're more likely to appear in lineups that already have Lukaku and Chilwell. Like people will play Chilwell, one of Havertz or Werner and Lukaku. So like by playing uh, Lukaku by himself, seems like, you know, obviously why just try to get a goal elsewhere. Playing the defenders by themselves are still fine because now you're just hoping that that Chelsea really doesn't score through through Lukaku at all. You get an assist. It's a, you know Kalamuts and a Doi goal. It's a Kovacic guy. It's some, something else. And yeah. You can still with crosses and stuff and set pieces. Chilwell can get the seventeen without a goal or an assist. But I think with the Havertz and Werner stuff, I mean, imagine playing Havertz and Werner together as your only two Chelsea pieces and not playing Lukaku and Chilwell or Alonso, whoever, at all. And then get in playing a defensive stack of some other game, right? Like playing a playing a yeah. Wolves defensive stack where you're playing Sa and Markal and, and one of their center backs and doing, you know, like to me, that's completely flipping. You're still playing Chelsea, but you're playing Chelsea winning two nothing, not through the popular own players. But the only concern I have there is that you're playing two guys that are most likely not going to see 90 minutes. Yeah, that is. That is such a good point. Seriously, if 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 the ownership of if Timo and Havertz are going to be more popular in Lukaku lineups and not really used as either one offs or together, yeah, I mean, you just I mean convinced me to have some a few one offs with Werner and Havertz. That makes so much sense because, like, if one of them goes off and Lukaku's in a lot of their lineups and he doesn't, well, those those lineups are dead anyways. So so you, you're going to get Timo or Havertz at even lower ownership as one-offs. Yeah, really, really good point. Do you not put in Mendy, though? Like, even if they get a clean sheet, like, those three points are probably not, you know, that the Chilwell people get. That's probably not ending you, but you're also getting the you're getting the non-Lukaku goal through the win-clean sheet for Mendy. Well, that's what I said before. I said the, the defenders I'm not as concerned about like defender goalkeeper combinations, whatever. But if you want to do ultra leverage and bust those two, then you don't play those. And you, you hope that, you know, Jay Adams has a goal or something and it kind of bust that. Cause I think the more likely assist that a fullback is going to get is going to be to Lukaku and not to Havertz or to Werner anyway. So I'm not necessarily sure how correlated the fullbacks are to those two players that, Maybe maybe you don't need to play a Chelsea fullback. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, all that makes sense. And, yeah, Andrew, I agree with you. I think Mendy is, like, a good GPP play this week. Like, just much better clean sheet odds than everyone, and especially if you're not going to pay up for Lukaku. Uh, great leverage there. Not even leverage, just you could, like, almost mitigate Lukaku's goal because uh, people won't uh, – it's tough to afford both. Lukaku and Mendy in your lineups. Yeah, I really like him for tournaments. I think he makes sense in cash too. No, no, yeah, that, yeah. that's what I was just going to say. It's like the, le- the if I don't have Lukaku in my lineup, like I'm more likely to play Mendy yep. than I am anything else because worst case scenario, Lukaku scores, Chelsea wins and gets a clean sheet and I get the goals worth of points a goalkeeper instead of at forward. Yeah, exactly. 
Ja. Uh, did we forget anything? No, but Andrew, I was happy to see that you uh, mentioned Junior Furpo in your article. Your just boy. Been, yeah, just basically been terrible this season for fantasy. Like you said, uh, his points look more like that of a center back. Um, but I think you got to look that he's played Manchester United and Liverpool in two of the games. Mm -hmm. uh, his game against Newcastle was pretty good. And just besides that, uh, he was just extremely attacking when he played for Real Betis, came up with goals and assists. Um, so I, I like that call for GPPs uh, because people will go with Danny Rose in that range because he's been popular every week. And now that he took a couple corner kicks. Yeah. So I, I like that shout. Seemed like a good situation. Being being playing for leads, anybody's can go yep. off, I feel like. So that was that. Uh all right. If anybody has oh, any I, follow oh, sorry. No, no, I've I've one I've one more it seems like seems like we're going too too quickly. Okay. Uh are there any lastly, are there any underdogs that you'd be looking to stack? Like we haven't talked about Newcastle. We haven't talked about even what I mean, kind of Watford. I mean, I mean, is Newcastle in play at all? I mean, it seems like we're like, oh, the Wolves and and Richie. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Like, right. like who's? It's not like Wolves are that great of a team either. So, like, like Saint Maximin sitting. I, I can't see him being much owned at all. I mean, he could be five percent owned on this. Less than that on this slate. Yep, you're you're absolutely right. I think Newcastle makes sense. You know, like you said, it's not like Wolves are like. Uh, greatly superior that game could be pretty even it also depends on who scores first you know um but yeah norwich too they seem okay because you know yeah they're a big underdog but burnley give up a lot of fantasy points you know they like to play on the counter even in games where they're favorite although i yep. guess we don't have much evidence they don't necessarily just have a lot of possession and create chances that way so i think norwich makes sense yeah uh newcastle yeah good good point though because the underdogs on this slate are not going to get ownership and um man i saw it again with myself in the champions league but it just like reiterated the point that low ownership a low owned guy getting a brace is still by far the easiest way to get a tournament to win a tournament i mean it's just it's unbelievable the leverage you get so yeah i think any of those those underdogs, Newcastle, Norwich, yeah. Uh, we mentioned Watford a bit. Those guys are all cheap. 5K for the forwards in all those games. Yeah, good point. So what's going to end up happening is uh, uh, the brace is going to come from James Ward-Prowse, right? Uh, uh, Jack Harrison and and uh, and Matthias Click, right? I feel like Harrison does score when you're just like, he's way too expensive. I would never play. Well, obviously, if he's not starting, but I mean... Well, yeah. If he's, there's no way I play him at 9,200 start. No. I mean, like, come on. I mean, nope. You're right, though. That's what happens with Harrison. He'll get the start. I'll have him in zero lineups probably at that price. And that's the time when he, you know, we see him go off a few games all the and time. And that's when Ryan will be like, I told you, DraftKings knows sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I will all but guarantee that at like 8.45 Eastern tomorrow morning, Matt Bernbach in the uh, Rotowire Discord says that it's a Miguel Almiron day, just because he says it every time there's a Newcastle slate. But has there Matt ever been one? 
we're expecting. <laughs> What's that? Has there ever been one? There was one. I think. One. Okay. I, I remember that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. Okay. If anybody has any follow questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. If you'd like to ask Ryan a question, you can find him at Ryan Balanji. I am at Rotowire Andrew, uh, also available in the Rotowire Discord that I was just referencing. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to get in there. If you are not a subscriber and would like to try us out for free for 10 days, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. No credit card required, gets you access to the entire site. Uh, so, it, you know, not just soccer, but everything that we have. It's also not just the Premier League, but also all the uh, big five European leagues, MLS, Liga MX, Champions League, Europa League, EFL Championship. It's all there. So if you're playing on DraftKings or FanDuel or Yahoo, we will have a cheat sheet for you and all the stats you need. Gentlemen, thank you very much for that, and good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.